like realistically i'd rather buy like a property and either like split it up and build multiple houses on it and sell that rather than um i don't know like invest in bitcoin <laughs> bro somebody somebody's gonna clip this like 10 years from now when when crypto and everything is the thing and even we're gonna look back on this and be like yo i was dumb maybe we were dumb Welcome back to the Dual Rise podcast, where we document the rise and start of Winnipeg's talent and personalities. Today, we got a good one. We'll talk about a little bit of investments, a little bit of good things that we have going on in the world. Let us know what you think about the episode by subscribing on any platform or even shoot us a DM on Instagram, any of these social media platforms. Love having a conversation with y'all. Let, give us more ideas to talk about. Let's go. And he was like showing us how to mine it too. Like yeah. He pulls up a game cart. Like he's like, okay, so I'll teach you guys like the in and outs of like cryptocurrency is like he pulls out of i think it was a video like game card or something because mm-hmm. that's what they use to mine it right and you can't find them anywhere now because everyone's on this cryptocurrency vibes yeah and he's like so this is what you use to mine it and like mm-hmm. here's all that and he's showing like the actual math behind calculating like the acceleration growth of like tick like cryptocurrency and like sure. all the risk involved with it too um so it's actually pretty interesting like him just talking about <laughs> it, getting down with it it's pretty sick but this comes like right after like you know the crash yeah <laughs> the big crypto crash yeah which like you know if, if you're trying to invest i think this is like they say invest at the dips yeah and this is not financial advice don't take this like <laughs> you know don't blame us if you lose like a couple yeah, of <laughs> this is not financial advice but like usually they say you know buy at the dips yeah it dipped (laughs) it dipped pretty big and the funny thing was like elon musk like tweeted it he was like yo i did not sell just for clarification tesla did not sell bitcoin yeah he bought a whole bunch and then like everyone's like yo this guy has way too much power like if you're gonna if you're gonna fluctuate the market by just like but all he has to say is the name of the coin and not even like yeah he just has to tweet it and people right then go and buy it immediately it's crazy that's a lot of power to have to an individual like if you can if you can move an entire the stock market well i guess crypto is different but like even even a stock market if you're like a very well-known name and you tweet about a stock or something then yeah you got a whole bunch of people who follow you and they go buy the stock and you 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 are you could do insane things man jake paul just did that with yummy coin he he i think it's a like crypto okay but it's like it's either i'm not sure like i'm not too educated on it but i saw his story and he was like i put on dogecoin and i talked about i tweeted about dogecoin i tweeted about some other like cryptocurrencies sure. and he's i'm telling you the next one is yummy coin <laughs> next story yummy, yummy coin. coins like all the way up yeah it's called yummy coin or something like that it's really weird or yummy something okay. um they all have weird names, man. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> you can make it. You could just literally yeah. make anyone. I think anyone can make it. Actually, I'm not too sure. But yeah. I'm pretty sure anybody can make whatever. Even the same thing goes with NFTs. Like we saw like recently the biggest one from Beeple or something sold for 69 million. A little picture. A little picture of like I think it was a 
unicorn or something like a little, <laughs> just a little, like a GIF or GIF or whatever you want to call it for $69 million. And then like anybody can make one, like yeah. us creating like a photo, taking a photo and just like digitalizing the photo is an NFT, but to actually like sell those and create hype around it. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's I, where, I, the, that's where the real stuff comes in. I don't understand like i understand like the movement behind nfts but like ideally is it a long-term investment that is it worth it like do you really think that having a digital piece of content will eventually be like i mean i see the hype around it right now right if something sells for 69 million dollars yeah it's definitely there's there's a movement there but i don't know man i feel like this is like one of those it's just like one hit wonders like it's just up here for a while now but long-term wise i don't think like realistically the thing that i've learned like especially in a couple of last years is that there's a niche for everything so maybe nfts won't be like to the general public and like it won't be like a household thing a household yeah. item or, or something that every household is talking about but the people who are really invested in this kind of stuff they're gonna stay for a while and the same thing happened with like trading cards right gary Veeves was talking about like you know buy sports cards buy pokemon cards like even though like i'm not a huge fan of pokemon nor have i ever been but there's people who are huge fans of pokemon or like sports and who like that's their life that's their thing that's the thing that they are good at that's their hobby or whatever you want to call it so i'm i'm i think it will stay just like anything but as far as like adapting it to like the the world or like becoming mainstream quote unquote that's gonna be difficult yeah like honestly though like thinking about it in the future and the way like technology is advancing i think it could also be it like i'm kind of contradicting myself there but like there's definitely there's definitely like you said a niche to it um maybe i'm not a part of that niche that's why i don't understand it me neither i'm not in it either so but yeah like it's for me like realistically like a better investment is real estate right because it's physical like i can see it i can Mm -hmm. I can see it. I can sell it. Um, and, and I think that's the same thing with NFTs, right? You can always give up your NFT for a higher price and whatnot. But mm-hmm. like, realistically, I'd rather buy like a property and either like split it up and build multiple houses on it and sell that rather than, um, I don't know, like invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> Bro, somebody, somebody's going to clip this like 10 years from now when when crypto and everything is the thing and even we're gonna look back on this and be like yo i was dumb maybe we were dumb yeah like there's no way to tell to be honest there is no way but i can i can thoroughly see there's another there's another like crypto kind of world that run or a world that runs on crypto i think we've talked about it before but not on the podcast but it's called like earth 2.0 so it's like earth it's everything about earth but it's online, right? So you can buy property, same thing like you were talking, like you can buy property, but it's all digital property, right? The whole world is split up into squares. Yeah. So I can somewhat see, especially if like virtual reality becomes a thing and we can put on headphones, live in a different world. If they figure out a way to like, yo, you own, you may live at like a house in Winnipeg, but if on the digital earth 2.0 you own what's a cool place to live like you own the eiffel tower 
yeah own like a, a skyscraper skyscraper in dubai right like i can see that and then people come like see come into your building and then you charge them like rent to live in your imaginary world i can somewhat see this like being a actual thing yeah we might just live in a house in winnipeg but like a virtual reality but a virtual reality and where you paid for the land using cryptocurrency using whatever thing but in your virtual reality world in earth 2.0 or whatever it's called whatever the platform is you live you live at the you live like a king you live like a a queen you were like so i can see i can somewhat see it i can somewhat see it happening but again like remember in like marketing they did like a curve of people like the early adapters the you know the general public is in the middle and then like the late bloomers or whatever the graph yeah like it was i think it was like the way the i think it was a life expectancy of a product yeah something like what it was called um yeah like i definitely think like the people that are like you know the front one like first ones in line for apple products are the ones yeah that are also going to be the front lines of this like whatever the hype like the hype is there right so oh yeah and especially like with video games and virtual reality i definitely can see that happening Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't know we were talking about property and a thought just came out to me in my head and it was i think it was when i had my first job and this guy came out to me he's like one of my colleagues and he was like you have to call me a lord now like mm-hmm. um and he's like my name is like lord alex or sure. just random examples and then i was like wait what why and then he started explaining how if you own a piece of property in scotland yeah you're 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 technically a lord mm-hmm. so like and he said like yo you should do this too and he bought like i think it was like for a couple hundred dollars like one square foot like physically one square foot it's 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 nothing okay <laughs> it's, it's like one foot by one foot lot yeah. and it's literally a square like i think it was like sure yeah that's the best way i can describe it like maybe a piece of paper like okay um yeah like so one foot by one foot square mm. he bought that for like a couple hundred bucks in scotland he's like he got a full certificate and everything that says lord alex and i was like wow that's so sick hey congrats he's the lord <laughs> yeah like i was like wow man that's crazy but yeah man i can see that happening with stuff like in uh virtual reality too like it's definitely something in the future man like i can just imagine kids waking up and like see you know like all the, with this like digital online school stuff like you won't even physically enter a room you just put on the yeah start learning but like Nuts. at that point i don't even think school will exist like imagine like you can even just learn you can learn on your own like i think that's what people are learning now on like especially with virtual learning is that you can do it you're free to do whatever you want mm-hmm. you don't have to show up to class yeah because they're recorded <laughs> and you can watch them on your own time your own schedule yeah so but i i do think like i'm sure like the beginning ages especially like kindergarten or something there's got to be like a some way because if you just tell young kids especially that like you know you don't have to learn if you want to learn you learn yeah we would just like play outside all day or we would <laughs> we would like play video games or do whatever <laughs> like we wouldn't learn we wouldn't be like okay i'm gonna go out of my way to learn about the crypto world i'm gonna go out of my way to yeah. learn what i want to learn i'll learn how to edit or whatever you were doing so. but wouldn't that also like create like 
we've always I've always heard this idea that like school is kind of like a production line and they mold the same kind of people with the same mm-hmm. and then like enclose your thoughts and beliefs into a box mm-hmm. but I would think like if in the future generations if people decided not to go to school anymore I think those would be like freebies like those people that are outside the box and they're thinking about new ways to advance society mm-hmm. uh, it's cool though i understand like yes education is very important and it is needed and it's cool to see like how they shifted especially like my cousin he's five years old um and he's in kindergarten and they've just in manitoba since they've uh, moved everything to virtual learning um i get to help him with his classes and uh, he turns them on in the morning and their teacher's like hey please mute yourself and he knows how to mute himself and turn off his video <laughs> it's so cool to see that they, they have like little signs up for it too like mics and then um yeah it's so cool to see how they're actually virtual learning because they the teachers make it and big props to the teachers because they make it so engaging for the kids Mm -hmm. um and they're still doing like their morning message and they're like how do you spell good g-o-o-d right and and i even though he's on mute i can hear my cousin like screaming (laughs) g-o-o-d and they're like pronouncing each word so it's cool man to see the way that kindergartens especially learn because they're so mm-hmm. smart man nowadays so smart. Yeah, I, think, true. I think about it in my case and i'm like when i was five man I, I didn't even know how to spell any of these words that you guys are spelling and <laughs> it's cool to see how invest they are in their learning styles now that's that's their that's how they're grown up that's their version of school yeah right like they they don't know any other kind of school i think when they go back in person which will be you know hopefully soon they're gonna be like what is this <laughs> i did a year and a half of like you know screaming at a screen now i have to get to talk to a person <laughs> like, that's they're missing that social aspect man like they're gonna be like how do i mute myself in person you know what I mean? <laughs> like how do i turn off my yeah, you just walk I- away from the screen anytime <laughs> <laughs> you can't just walk away from your class you can't just walk out of your class. yeah like it's gonna be hard and, and it's funny because uh, some of the kids in my cousin's class, they're raising their hand and the teacher calls on them. And they're like, mm-hmm. can I go to the bathroom? She's like, you're at your own house. But you don't have to ask for permission. Yeah. It is so funny, man. That's, cute. That's cute. Yeah. We interrupt this episode to bring you today's sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of classes in design, business, tech, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in the community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. If you'd like to support the show and are interested in Skillshare, we have a deal for you. For a limited time, click the link in our social media description to get your 14-day free trial on us. It's quick, it's easy, and you can cancel at any time. Go to our link in our description to receive your 14-day free trial on us. Now back to the episode. But yeah, so a meme or a post or whatever it is that said that we're glad that we did the we had the pandemic in 2020 or 2021 because if we had it in 2003 or something we would be playing we'd be bored we'd be even more bored than we are now and that we would just be playing like snakes or snakes and ladders on like a nokia phone or something so yeah now that i think about it like well i was i was two or three back then depending on when but um yeah like you you wouldn't be doing much man you just be like if if they had the same rules that you can't like go outside of your house to visit anyone or have like social gatherings and all that stuff, what would you do? Would you just sit at mm-hmm. home and like stare at a screen hoping something moves? <laughs> but like even the screen, like I'm I'm like, what would school look like? Yeah, like <laughs> you just, no I don't even 
No school? I think or... they were just, yeah, no school. Like, like, or I don't know, man. Like, maybe they would just have it outside. Like, no, I don't know. It'd be difficult. Like, yeah, like if university kids back in 2003, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a tough learning. Like, they just give you textbooks because I don't think they had like computerized tests. I, oh, I know for a fact that I don't think they had computerized tests. No. So it's like, they would have to either come in person, but if you couldn't do the whole in-person thing, then. Yeah, I think they would limit it to the people that like had the accessibility to work for computers or. Um... 2003 though, we're looking. Like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. Computers if... were around, but you know, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know how great like... they were of like actual video quality or anything. <laughs> But I don't even think video calling was a thing back. Like, was Skype around? Because I know I use Skype, but I don't recall using it. Like, what? I used it probably in 2007, 8? No idea. I just typed in when were computers invented. Okay, so it says like 1936. Yeah. But, you know, okay, let's see. Um, like, computers. Back and... when, like, Skype was. Or Skype or any virtual platforms were like released. Let's see. I just typed in computers in 2003. Is yeah, it's the box ones. You know, we all know the box ones. At least most people do. When was Skype invented? 2003, right? Yeah. <laughs> right <Wow. then> there. <laughs> we would be the first ones to use Skype. But I don't think it would have been like well known back then. What if? Yeah, did people have like, computers? It, did regular people have computers? That's what I'm thinking. Like, would would like general public? Yeah, because now yeah. in in like high school and uni, it's, computers it's mandatory. are mandatory. You have yeah. to have a computer. Back then, it was like, no, I don't think anybody because you couldn't carry those around. Those weren't laptops. <laughs> imagine well like yeah imagine carrying that into your class man you could not carry that around it, there's no there's no way let's see when were laptops created like i know i know type that's when the time was for like typewriters and stuff right like that's when they were heavily used yeah but <laughs> it's so weird okay so laptops were created in nine, 1981 okay yo but okay the price yo two grand Oh, yeah, that's that, you're only limited to like, and and it's and <laughs> I'm looking at some pictures right now. Yeah, don't look gr- that great. They're big, clunky. They're it's like a printer. It looks like a printer. Yeah, <laughs> imagine carrying that stuff around. <laughs> that's not gonna fit in your backpack, man. <laughs> imagine how big the backpacks were back then, man. What are they just like bed sheets? <laughs> Damn. Wow, that's that's it's, not. It's crazy to see how advanced our world is right now, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. But I'm just like, what, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about the future, man. Like, yeah, all these we... technologies, like, you wouldn't even need, like, with Neuralink, especially, bro, you could just st- search stuff in your brain, like, <laughs> at that point, like, but even look at the first Neuralink, like, once in one, once and when and if that becomes like a normal thing the first version of Neuralink is not going to be the same thing as the 20th or 20 years down. Like when people have a podcast or even if podcasts exist, 
50 years from now and they're looking back at the first Neuralink and they're like, or even more, they're like, yo, the first Neuralink, all you could do is just like, look at the web through your eyes. You could like check your social media feed, maybe blink to like, like that's, <laughs> that's it. Like you couldn't do anything. <laughs> but Yeah. Like I, I, how did people do a podcast? What they sat in front of a screen and stared at people over zoom. And then they just put it up on Spotify, iTunes, and like Google Podcasts, and then people like subscribe. There's like two for rise. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I definitely think like, like streaming wise and all that's like radio. I think, especially with technologies like, with Neuralink, I think in that point like 2050, right when the world's supposed to be or Canada at least is supposed to be net zero carbon emissions and like all these advancements in the world, the world's supposed to be sustainable again and livable again. Yeah. I think it would be like the Lucy vibes, Lucy movie vibes where yeah. Neuralink will allow you to tap into any communication feed and you'll be able to see the waves and radio energy waves like traveling in the air. Like we'll be able to see everything that we need to and just tap into certain like links without even like. I, I, I kind of want to like, this is fine. Like, I kind of want to find someone who works at Neuralink yeah we we got to make that happen we'll send out a couple emails see what happens but i i really want to send out like i want to i want to meet some i don't know what they're doing i know i like i know what they're doing but i don't know what what exactly they're doing yeah like from from my knowledge and what i've read upon it it's mainly the like the first issue of the chip would be to help you um i may be wrong and don't quote me on it if i am (laughs) Um, like I think it might be helping you with like mental illness and it's supposed to help you with like depression and like there's 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 definitely like psychological and like health benefits that come with the new link I think think I think their main goal at first is for disorders like Parkinson's Alzheimer's dementia maybe that's their main goal I think yeah and I think they were also touching on like helping depression and like mental there's definitely like a a medical side to it there's definitely a medical side to it but again (laughs) when you see elon yeah (laughs) when you see a monkey just playing around with his brain yeah that's what i'm saying like like, okay maybe it's maybe it's like you know like um i can't think of like a movie reference or anything but maybe it's supposed to be meant for one thing and it actually like cultivates and turns into a whole separate like and Elon Elon Musk has talked about that as well. Like on the Joe Rogan podcast and some of his other interviews, he's like, there needs to be a governing system for AI technology. Yeah, there needs to be. He's like, I don't know who's going to do it, but there needs to be some sort of regulation. But the thing is, doesn't that like that brings up another situation in a conversation that like at what point and what sense? is all of our life governor like we don't have the freedom to do certain things like here's the thing like if you're willing to let people put a chip in your brain mm-hmm. why limit all the possibilities with that technology right like you're going to invest all, i'm i'm thinking like the first people it's going to cost them a lot and until it comes becomes the norm of society i don't think it will be like the cost would decrease right so definitely like having that large investment, you're going to invest that stuff, but be mm-hmm. limited to the possibilities that you could do with it. It'd be like getting an iPhone and saying you can't text people. Like, 
that's the kind of thing like you know what i mean i don't know (laughs) yeah it's scary stuff yeah that's what what we're saying like ar is weird ar is a scary place but uh, because it sometimes like we'll have to have this conversation right now this was this has happened a couple of times but like we'll talk about something on this podcast and like the next day when i'm scrolling through instagram something that we mentioned just shows up on my phone like it's really weird like i've caught myself many times i'm like yo this is like this is too like this is too weird to be coincidental like this is not sums up sums up like Like they're definitely tuning in like there's i I know for a fact man like you have to like if you think about it uh i can't remember the netflix there's a netflix documentary that came about it uh, social network no uh, i know what you're talking about i, I watched it i watched it it starts with as i think or scammed or no what's that uh i know you have exactly. to get the name for this yeah i know exactly what you're talking about oh hold up, hold up. I, we talked about it on this podcast yeah yeah i can't think of the name Please right now man. that makes me mad like <laughs> Social dilemma. I social think dilemma. That's the yeah, one yeah, I just found. Dilemma. Yeah. Social dilemma. Um, and just like the ideas of like how they know literally everything about it. Like, remember that time that we went to get your iPad replaced at the Apple? And all they had to do was that, let me take a picture of your Apple ID. They bro, they had they knew your address, name, gender, age, weight, like whatever they wanted. Yeah, they knew it. <laughs> I don't I highly doubt they're not listening to us. Like, I know for a fact, like bill gates or someone is tuning into our conversation right now <laughs> and he's like access. yeah like we, we next thing you know i get a text from fbi and they're like yo you better you better turn that stuff off like yeah that's like do you do you've ever guys done that like where you would name certain like random usernames and like and the only thing you would include in it was either your favorite colors sports or like action figures like everything that i titled for me was like Arsh loves soccer or like <laughs> or like soccer is life.com or something no i know i just i i use like adjectives so it'd be like i think my main one was like epic robin that was like my username for a while for somewhere robin. yeah it was just like adjectives and i think next yeah. thing you know i have someone hacking into my email accounts because they've listened to this <laughs> yeah that's weird I don't know. <laughs> yeah it's probably internet is scary man internet Air is scary. i don't know have you guys ever seen those like memes that like have those text messages and it's like from harvard and they're like yo you want a scholarship bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah those are funniest memes i've ever seen uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look through some of my saved stuff because i this week i found i found quite a couple funny things let's see you guys ever save stuff? Save? Yeah, like on the Instagram save thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Here's here's one. I think we we just spent on quite a bit of time. There was there was this trend, not a, a tread. Sorry, not a tread. Trend. Thread. Thread. thread sorry, thread. Thread. <laughs> okay. Thread. Yeah, a thread of tweets or like comments that's like things you do just because you only live once. And I read through these and I was like, yo, these are some great video ideas along with just things that I might have to do one day. Uh, so the first one is ask, 
ask someone for directions and then run the other way. So if someone's like, how do I get to the library? They point to the right. You run the other way. <laughs> That's a video idea. That's a video. <laughs> I, I think it's been done too, but um, yeah. We could do it. Another yeah, one yeah. is put mayonnaise in a jar. Or no, sorry, get mayonnaise jar and put vanilla pudding in it and eat it in public. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that in videos before. <laughs> um, go to a store and yell Marco and see how many people respond with polo. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, drop a pen and wait for someone to pick it up. And then once they pick it up, yell, that's mine really loud. <laughs> this is funny call pizza hut and ask for domino's number i think i actually did that once as a prank <laughs> i was a rascal man <laughs> i was a rascal but i like the videos of people who like call two different pizza places and then they put oh, the phones yeah. together yeah hey this is domino's this is little caesar's yeah <laughs> could you repeat my order and they repeat the order and they're like anything else <laughs> or the oh, ones this... that like they start beefing with each other they're like yo your promos are trash <laughs> <laughs> this is like a similar like wake up and choose violence kind of thing to go along with this is comment two beauties on a post with three people <laughs> Like if there's a group picture with like three or four uh, people, be like, yo, you two are <laughs> two beautiful people. And then just dip. Or like where there's a trend too where like you would just send like random people awkward videos. Like, especially on TikTok, there is like some of the weirdest stuff. Like out of the you know, those like and I think Robin, you sent me one of these one time. And it was like people that like melt and deform into like weird objects and uh, you guys probably definitely i know you got me with one one thing mm-hmm. and uh, i think it was like when COVID 19 first hit manitoba yeah and everyone was sharing this fake news and it was like yo 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 university of manitoba first case uh, and when you click on the link i know what you're talking about yeah it's the guy it's the <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows who we're talking about everyone knows the guy if you know you know <laughs> Uh, the next one was wear a shirt that says life and then hand out lemons to strangers and see what they do. Not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was the extent of that. But it was a, it was a cool. That else I have. Um, have you guys seen those videos where the guy goes into like the libraries um, and he does like the most obnoxious stuff? Like he brings a like, cabbage as a snack <laughs> and he just like starts chowing down on cabbage or like he brings a blender to their library and starts making smoothies those are funny those are those are funny but i i, I always imagine like being in that scenario <laughs> like studying for an exam and all you hear is just a blender <laughs> i don't know how i'd react I'd, like i think i'd i think i would think that would be funny but I guess if I'm like really into like, because you always get those reactions where people are just mad. And I guess that's what the people who are doing these pranks, quote unquote, are looking for. Honestly, I think if someone brought in a blender, I think that would be more funny than anything. Yeah. Like, I'd just be like, like so why? why? Yeah. yeah, I'm just, just way too confused to be upset. 
Yeah. That's like uh reminds me of that show. At least I think it used to be a show, Silent Library. No. Have you guys heard of that? No. I've heard a name. I I don't think I've watched it though, but I've definitely heard the name of it. I can't remember if it was a TV show or if it was like on YouTube. Um, but it would have been like when we were younger. And it was just like people like they'd go, it'd be like a game show, like in a library. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it was just like just like a YouTube thing. Okay. But yeah, like just like these like people like went to a library and then they would just do like not even like I don't even know how to explain it. They'd just do like dumb stuff and then because you can't laugh like you can't be loud yeah like it just like makes it so much funnier that that reminds me i think i think the similar concept was also done on impractical jokers which is another one oh yeah similar similar like kind of public prank videos slash show where they're just four friends just do crazy things out in public mostly that they're wholesome but you know just yeah around. yeah then impractical jokers is a funny show oh yeah yeah word word there's a lot there's a lot of good tv shows out there that especially these like i don't, I don't know, know what i was I, gonna say i've been i've been doing that like talking with uh tv shows do you guys watch peaky blinders by any chance no, no. oh really. my god that show is absolutely insane, man. Like, I, I if anyone wa- wants to watch it or check it out, that's my personal recommendation alongside, like, Prison Break and all that stuff. But it's up there. It's up there. Like, it's all about entrepreneurship, like, family business. And then has, like, a whole theme of, like, I think it's stated in, like, 1920s or something like that when, like, they're basically, like, a family in, in England. Um and they're trying to make it right. Like they're trying to make it out of the slums and they're, they're also gangsters. So it's like, it's them doing like horrible, horrible stuff, but yeah. it's, it's for business. And it's actually like the way they handle their business and like the respect and the rules and all that. It's amazing to watch. So Pe- Peaky Blinders, man, check it out. Put, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. yeah. Do it at your own risk because once you watch the first episode, you'll get it. You'll get hooked. <laughs> yeah i hate those things man i it was i was i've heard of the show and i think i've watched like one reel on it and i was like okay this looks good let me go check out the trailer i checked out the trailer and i was like okay you know what one i had i had spare time oh, no. i was like 50 minutes maybe okay i'll watch it i watched the first episode i ended up watching two seasons in one week 55 episodes Dang. 55 <laughs> minute episodes go. so <laughs> yeah it's it's risky man netflix is i hate the option because they have that like watch more or watch the next episode right when the episode ends and i'm like yo you might as well like and then the reaction time is like five seconds right they do like five four three two one next episode yeah very smart with what they're doing i've just kept a list of things that like i want to watch but like i know i will spend a large amount of time Another one that's on my list is the new Michael B. Jordan movie, uh, No Remorse, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some trailers. I've seen some, like, f- pictures and stuff. Is it on Netflix? I don't I don't know where it is, but I, 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 I think I it's think somewhere. It's Amazon Prime, I think. Maybe, that's a- maybe, maybe, but that's that's definitely on the list to watch sometime. 
down the line. I've seen the trailer for it. it looks very looks really good. And plus, Michael B. Jordan, like you know, great actor, huge guy, like you know. I want. I'm. I'm hoping for a Creed three or like there some is. sort of. There is. No, like there's. They're, they're making. They're yeah, making. yeah, they're working on it. Creed three and Black Panther two. Wow. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's, <laughs> it's in the works. Like those Creed movies just get me hyped, man. For some reason, the one I'm get the, and it's always that one scene. Want to fight someone. Yeah, no, it, I just want to like box, man. Like, <laughs> like it's always that one sequence that gets me, and especially in Creed Two, where he, well, spoiler alert, where he loses to Drago, and then he goes into like the Sand Island and like goes into the rustic world and like trains, and then he gets one of the best shots of that whole movie was when he he was running. I think it was in a log La- Las Vegas strip, and that it's like in the middle of a desert. Mm-hmm. and it's just that long road and he's running along that road and he falls over and it's just like that mental battle of him just like struggling to get up and the way they use the music oh yeah like they're using meek milk right and meek milk is like no 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 it's sick like, <laughs> he gets back up and he just starts sprinting and i'm like yo i gotta go run right now like yeah awesome. <laughs> yeah creed three is uh november 2022 wow yeah, that's sick. It's coming. One movie I am excited for is Fast and Furious Nine. I want to see what kind of stuff <laughs> they, so they go many. to space. They've done so many, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm a hardcore fan, right? So like, in the trailer, Han's coming back, so I know it's gonna be a good one. But the thing is, like, for me personally, like my personal opinion, I think they should have ended it at seven. Like, I think they just dragged yeah. it on too far like when when paul died it should have that should have been the end of the movies like i don't know the, the movies do well too so i can see why because yeah. like mm-hmm. some the production quality especially on the fast and furious 8 like oh yeah insane gee, you got a submarine in there you got like yeah as cars like you gotta take quite a bit of money to rent out a submarine <laughs> like it was insane, man. I think That's they're going to step it up this year, too. Like, they've gotten flying jets and, like, magnetism. It's cool. Like, the trailer is... And they got John Cena in it, man. He's a legend. <laughs> Yo, okay. True. This is, like... Good it's, boy. like, making movies is, like, an investment, though. You know? Okay, so the budget for Fast and Furious 8. What are you thinking? How much How much do you think they spent? 300 mil. Matt? man i would say i don't know that much about like movie production but yeah that, the energy bill sounds about right yeah you're, you're pretty close 250 mil 250 mil they spent like they spent let's see how much they made back they made back oh okay this might be wrong let's see starring distribution box office 1.2 billion <laughs> they made their money back <laughs> oh yeah and they made so much billion was the box office and the budget was 250 million those are insane amounts of numbers to spend on a movie but think about it do you think it's just like a certain team that puts up that investment or do you think it's different stakeholders that it's it's the producers whoever produces the movie those are the people who pay for this vin diesel you know, Michael, uh, yeah. that's the only one I know. There's only, look, looks like there's only three producers here. 
but they put up these movies. They put up these numbers. Most of the time you'll see most of the time you'll see actors put like the like well-known actors who have been in the industry a while, they'll produce their own movies because not only will they get paid to like Act in be in the movie, but they will also get a percentage of like the earnings. So yeah, I can see why many of these actors get paid like up like a lot of money, but the real money is like you're just working. The actors are just like workers. If you want equity in the movie, being a producer is where it's at. Like that's that was insane. And that's not even close to the highest earning. I think the end game and the avatar and all those, those are even more. Let's search up endgame. Search I don't your know. predictions. How much do you think they spent on endgame? Endgame? I'm I'm thinking at least like same range. Same range. I think like close to five hundred. I'm gonna say five hundred. Yeah, that's it. you're pretty pretty much dead on four uh th- three fifty to four hundred mil. How much yeah. do you think they they made? Oh, I'll just tell you they made back two point seven billion or oh what? Oh yeah, billion. I thought it said trillion for a second. No, two point seven two point two point seven billion. They made their money back. Man, they made a little bit extra. Oh yeah. It looks like it's only produced by one guy, Kevin Feige. Well, how are you going to put 500 mil up? One guy. Actually, I, I, I may be wrong. I'm sure there's more money. Or Marvel probably put in money too. So Yeah. But like, <laughs> think about the equity you owned on that movie bowl. You must have owned like 90% of that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Man. That is insane. That, that's real money right there. That's real we, money. We gotta How... That's real work too, but that's real money oh. right there. Like, think about it. They they end up making that in like a year, though, right? So, like, well, like they make the majority quick. of their money in the first week of the the release. Like, imagine sitting there. You're like, okay, it's like a drop, right? Like, it's like a merch drop. You're just sitting there, and the next thing you know, the movie goes out, and you're just sitting there, and I'm like, yo, let the money rain now. You it's refresh like, the page. Oh no! It goes from one million, one billion to two million. Like, bro, just imagine. I'm chills right now, just thinking about it. Like, what's the feeling that whoever, let's say Kevin Feige, the person who puts the money up, what's the feeling when he refreshes the page and sees like two, two trillion or two billion? Sorry. Yeah, like you get a call from your accountant, and you're like, "Yo, you just made two billion. Two billion. Like, not a big deal." <laughs> Two Benjamins, like wow, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but there's the opposite too, because there's there's movies that flop. Yeah, people will put up millions of dollars to make movies, and they will barely, if not, they might not even make back that much. So it's an investment, man. It's an investment. It's, it's a there's there's both sides, two yeah. sides to the coin. Yeah, and I mean, I guess like with a movie like Endgame, you know you're gonna make money. Yeah. Like you're not, it's not a huge risk. Sure. Yeah. You, you probably know you're going to make like a certain amount. Yeah. Right? Like, cause you know, cause you know, your fans are, are based off the last movie or whatever. Yeah. I think you, know you would expect to make like a, a definitely a return on investment. Yeah. But like, I think obviously like movies with Marvel, like anything to do with Marvel, you'll, you'll expect. Yeah. You have the hardcore fans. Awesome. You have the niche, yeah. you have the niche yeah. of Marvel. That's crazy. Like even Disney, man. I bet Disney makes more, especially because they've targeted the kids. They targeted the kids' niche and they've targeted the family niche. And you know, family does like 
it's crazy to see like um even movie theaters especially right now they're not making any money because COVID. but bro when when endgame was a thing and i was behind the concession stands <laughs> my cash register was packed <laughs> packed and i'm not talking like coins I'm talking $100 bills because, bro, people are spent like, they're coming in there with their families, right? And, like, I packed an order for $120 worth of popcorn, man. Popcorn. And it cost the theaters, like, what, 95 cents to make it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Like, your, your favorite movie is The Lion King, right, Ashti? Yeah. Okay. They spent $45 million to make it, the first one, uh, okay. in 1994. $45 million to make it, they made back $1 billion. Perfect. Yeah. 1994. Do you guys think it's like the same thing as YouTube, where if your video keeps getting views, the more money you make, right? So is it, do they have like a similar system for movies, where it, or is it like for a certain period, you can only make a certain amount of money? So it's like the first month of a release, that's what your payday is. Or is it, do you think over the years you can still make money? I I think because, because all this like streaming platforms as well, like Netflix, like Netflix is definitely paying everybody on there. Yeah. A royalty of some sort or like an upfront fee or something. Like for, if we, it would be smart for Netflix to just pay them upfront fees. Like, cause now, because then Netflix runs the. Yeah. Because uh, after that, it's just all profit, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But what do you think? Like, is it is it like the same thing as YouTube, where you, you just keep making money? Like, I don't think probably. it's like. Yeah, probably. I don't think that it's like YouTube. You can see like day to day kind of, right? Whereas I think like a movie like let's say Lion King, which was in 1994, they probably made majority of stuff like first week, two weeks, first couple of years, and that's like in theater kind of sales. Then when like let's say Disney picks it up or like they want to put it on Netflix, they want to put it on Disney Plus. I guess Disney's already under that. Netflix is paying Disney. Okay, we want this much. We will pay you this much to host Lion King on our on our on our platform. The thing is, they versatile it so so much too, right? Like they put it into merch. They put it into yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like they expand so much. They make like, yeah, then they like the whole Disney thing again, like since it's like children's stuff, they can make like uh, stuffed animals, clothes, everything. Yeah. So that's definitely, that's definitely a very versatile business. Man, we got to start making rocket ships or something. Got to make like... Disney. <laughs> We're going to make the next Disney. That's what it's at. Honestly, like that'd be pretty sick. Like if we ended up doing it and we took that bird idea and we turned it into an actual movie. I think Disney would pay up too. Like yeah. to be honest, we wrote a whole script. We wrote a whole script. to Disney. Like that's a hefty check right there. Had like characters. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, the Bird King coming out soon. Man. <laughs> bird, bird King. Bird King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> And on that note, I think this is a great way to end up the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to our boys only episode for today. Um, smash that like button. Um, give us a follow on all the streaming platforms. We're also on iHeart Radio Station now as well. And you can always check out the new episodes every Tuesday. 
And we're also live on radio on a 1.5 FM at 11.30 a.m. every Tuesday as well. So tune in, listen to us talk about our things. And until next time, peace.